Welcome to the Happy Thrive Vibes podcast, where we explore the pathways to a joyful, fulfilled life through insightful discussions, practical tips, and inspiring stories that empower you to thrive and embrace your passions. I'm your host, Lara, and I'm excited to get started. This episode is titled Wanderlust Conversations, Life, Adventures, and Inspiration. And today we have an incredibly dynamic and adventurous guest joining us. At just 26 years of age, our guest is already making waves in the business world as a successful office manager. But that's just the beginning of her story. She has been on a unique journey to find her ideal place to call home, embarking on a cross-country solo road trip that's as much about self-discovery as it is about exploration. Katie has already logged 20-plus overnight stays in different locations. She started in Orlando, Florida, and then visited places like the Florida Keys in Key West, Nashville, Chicago, Seattle, Arizona, Utah, and Colorado. These diverse experiences have shaped her perspective and brought a wealth of unique stories to share. Welcome to our incredible guest, Katie Van Dines. Hey, Katie, welcome to our fireside chat. Hey, thanks for having me. So Katie, you've been traveling everywhere. Um, We know I'm in South Florida. Where are you? Where are you at right now? I am currently in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, But yes, I've been traveling all over. I started in Orlando, Florida, and I've been to over 20 overnight destinations. And then I kind of lost count at like my little day trips, but um, lots of other locations as well. So what inspired you to do this? Um, a couple different things and a couple different people. Um, I would say the first is I have a really good friend who I used to work at Disney with. Um, and she kind of started doing this first. Um, but she took her travels internationally, um, immediately. And she traveled with a company called Remote Year that takes a bunch of people who work from home and gives them a place to stay, a place to work, all of that good stuff and all of these adventures. And I just remember like she would post it all over social media and I was like, I want to do that so badly, but it just, it wasn't the time for me. And I just like, I never really thought it was a reality. Um, And then I uh, had this close friend in Orlando also that we were hanging out um, pretty often. And all of a sudden one day he was like, I want to move to Tampa. And I was like, why? Like, that's just so weird. Like came out of nowhere. And he was like, well, cause I can, he's like, I don't have anything tying me to Orlando. Like I want to move there. So I'm going to. And like that moment just like stuck with me. I will like never forget that like switch that went off in my head. And I was like, wait, like I can go anywhere I want to. Like I have nothing tying me to Orlando. Like I loved it and I had my moment there, but I was like, I can go anywhere I want. And so I'd seen social media everywhere, especially during COVID. There were so many videos about like van life and all these road trips that I was always really inspired by, but there was no way I was going to be able to do a van life, like buying a van, traveling in the van, terrifying. I could never do it. I think it's really cool, but it just, it wasn't for me. Um, But I came up with this idea of traveling um, just in my car, staying in with people that I know, if I have people in cities or staying in hotels. And I was like, okay, that I could do. But even when I started planning it and get it, like, I never actually thought it was going to happen. And I told people that. I was like, yeah, I like want to do this. And I keep talking about it. But, like, it's not really going to happen. I'm not really going to do it. And then I just did. Um, so that's a little bit about what inspired me, I guess. 
Katie, I think I remember the day that you told me that story that it inspired you that he said that because I came home to my husband. I was like, you're never going to believe what Katie said to me because I can. And I'm like, I mean, if you actually stop and think about that, because I can, like everything you want to do, why wouldn't you do it? Because you can do it. It, I mean, that's, yeah, that's inspirational. You said that you've been on so many, so tell me, do you have a favorite location or a favorite day trip that you took besides the donut place here when you started your travels at the southernmost point in the United States um, or playing with my dog, Emma, but do you have... (laughs) Do you have a favorite location or a favorite day trip? Um. Oh, let's see. Okay. I will say the day that we went on the boat um, in the Keys when you and your husband took me out was like one of the best adventures I've had. Um, but some of the, my other favorite cities, I would, I'd love to say Nashville, but honestly, I think that was because my best friend flew in and we had the whole weekend together and we don't often get weekends together like that, especially like without her two kids and everything. And so it was so nice to just have us two together. So that was a ton of fun. Um, I really loved Chicago. I'm a big city girl. um, And so I just love Chicago. There was so much to do. I was there for like less than 48 hours, I think, or maybe a little over, but I just did so much in that small amount of time and I loved all of it. Um, And then my top place right now uh, was Seattle. I just loved it. I loved that there's water, city, mountains, like all right there. I just thought it was like the coolest place. So much to do. So just sidestepping to a logistical question. When you were mapping out, I know I saw your spreadsheet. It was impressive. <laughs> it, she, this Folks, this is a program manager and she is a project manager and she does all of the things. But when you were planning, were you planning more logistically for location like this is what makes sense to go from here to here or were you actually thinking of seasons too because the places that you visited it seemed like the ideal season to even be there yeah I didn't really take that into consideration too much I mean I was leaving in April so I knew I was in pretty good shape like for the most part for where I was going um like I wasn't going to end up anywhere in the winter (laughs) um so not really Arizona is beautiful in the winter (laughs) that's true Um, but yeah, I was mainly just focused on like the places I wanted to go and then what made sense in the path. Um, distances were a little bit like there were some places I, I did take out of the list just because it would have been a 12 hour drive and it was really the only thing in that direction. And I was like, well, it doesn't really make sense. Like I, if I want to go there someday I can fly or, you know, um, so there was a little bit of like logistics that way. Um, but I mainly just like pinpointed the place I wanted to go or the places that I knew people or I'd heard good recommendations about and just kind of went from there. Have you rekindled some of your friendships that you've had through this process because you've been able to stay with them and spend some more time with them? Because during the pandemic, even if you were friends with somebody, really, I mean, no one was going anywhere and doing anything. Yeah, I have. I've been able to see um, a few friends kind of all throughout, which has been really nice and um yeah, I got to go on a lot of adventures with them, which was great. Oh, that's fun. That would be probably the most fun for me. But you've done a lot of solo day trips, though, too. I mean, you've been spending time with friends, but you've also been doing, I mean, you just are adventurous. It sounds like you're just an adventurous spirit. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I should have thought about that. I wonder, like, what the, what the ratio is there for, like, cities that I've been in by myself and cities that I've been with friends or family. It's probably about 50-50. And honestly, I would say maybe even more 
if it were a little bit more not 50-50, I would say more adventures on my own than with other people, um, which is crazy. Never thought I would be able to say that. Um, but now it's like, I love doing things on my own. <laughs> well, and it gets you your you time. So that's important. And you get to have all the rock concerts in your car singing oh, by yeah. yourself. So there's no judgment. Lots of Taylor Swift has been saying. <laughs> It doesn't sound like you had any fears about it. When you made the decision, you just made the decision. Did you have, did you have to over, you're probably you had to overcome more of calming your mom down than you did for actually having to overcome your own fears for this. But I mean, you, you gave up a subletted apartment, you put your things in storage, you purchased a car and off you went. Did you have fears in that or you just knew that you were going to safe places and that people would support you was this your big trust fall (laughs) I definitely had some fears I am one of those people who I just like I don't want to say I see the bad and everything but I just I'm kind of always especially when I'm in a new location like I I get worried about people and things and especially like at night I don't like to like go out and about on my own um I just get nervous and so like that was definitely one thing I was like a little bit nervous about as like actually on the trip um but yeah definitely had to well my mom I don't know my mom was okay with it she was nervous but I was basically just like I'm gonna do it so (laughs) it'll all be fine um trying to think what other fears I might have had um I think I just kind of had a fear of like, I'm not ready. Like, and I remember talking to a friend and saying that I was like, this just feels so weird. Like, I don't know if I'm like ready to do this sort of thing. I just don't know if that's me. And then like, I remember a couple of days later, I was talking to her and I was like, so I've come to the conclusion that I am never going to feel ready. So I'm just going to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that was you're, you're, one of my you're an old soul. Do you, I, I know we were talking before we started recording, but do you know how many people, there are a lot of people that are living vicariously through you because you're having so much fun and you're doing all the things. And most people, yeah. this is something that they would look back on their life and wish they had done. And you're just, those are it. a lot of the comments that I get, Laura, especially like from the people that we work with and in our organization, I get a lot of comments from them um, that are like, Oh, I wish I did that when I was in my twenties. And like, that just like reassures me that I'm like, you know what? I think I'm doing the right thing. I'm never going to regret this. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Yeah, that definitely helps. And I always like smile when I see those, those comments and messages. And I love, I'll pop into a zoom room with a couple specific people um, in our organization. And the very first thing, where's Katie at today? And I love that question. It just makes me smile and makes me laugh. And I'm like, Oh, here I am. But if you ask me in 12 hours, I'll be, you know, in the next state. So <laughs> that's always fun. Well, that brings me to another question. When you were explaining how you travel, because you're a professional, you have your degree, you are a professional, you're our office manager, and it's a huge responsibility. And even though we're remote, it's still a huge responsibility. And there are times where you are required to be in person um, for events and you're managing and coordinating those because you do a lot of project management. So how are you balancing the two and how, not how, but does it look different? for you balancing than what you thought it would look like when you started the process? That's a good question. Um, Okay, so I'll answer the first question first. Remind me if I don't answer your second question. Um, But I guess when it comes to like working and traveling, I am very, very lucky to have such a supportive team. 
Um, and they're very supportive and like, I can kind of work whichever time zone I want to work, which has been really nice. And so, you know, if I want to work East coast hours and I'm, you know, on the West coast and I want to be done at two o'clock, I can do that. I just have to obviously wake up and start earlier. Um, but then I kind of have those afternoons to explore if I were, you know, in a city that I, again, on the West coast and I want to get something done in like the mid to late afternoon, I could do that. Um, so that's been really nice. Um, but that being said, I also work with people from different time zones and, you know, there were days that I would have, you know, a meeting at five o'clock or even later, um, throughout my travels. So it's really just that balance of like, I, I know I have to get my work done. I'm going to get my work done. Um, I'll do what I, what needs to be done. And then I think on the other side of it, it's like, I, before this trip, I was really bad with my um, work-life balance. And if I didn't have plans after work, I'd be working till 10 PM every single night. And everyone was telling me like, you're going to get burnt out. Stop doing that. And I was like, no, it's fine. There's just so much to do. Like I might as well do it. I'm not doing anything else. Um, and I think this traveling has really helped with it. I still have nights where I feel like, you know, I need to get these things done. So I'm going to work later. And I still do that sometimes, but it's a lot less now. Um, which I think is really great for my mental health and everything else. But I just like set myself, especially when I'm in a new city, I just remind myself, like when I'm done with work, it's like, okay, I need to go explore. Like I'm only here for a certain, you know, certain amount of days. So I try to, you know, come up with new adventures or even if it's just a restaurant I want to try or something else to, to give me something to do, um, just go explore at, you know, after work. And what was the second question, Laura? <laughs> how did you, did, is how your work-life balance and your ability to do your work while you're traveling, what you envisioned it to be from the beginning? I think so. I'm trying to like, I don't know if I really thought about it too much. I was just like, yeah, I'll work. You were like, I'll travel on the weekends and I'll work during the week. And yeah. And that really originally was my plan. I was like, I'll do most of my traveling on the weekends. And then I kind of, I guess that changed a little bit. I was like, well, I might as well travel at nights and then in, get to enjoy the weekend. So I did a lot more like leaving right at 4 PM or right at 5 PM, right when my meetings were done, depending on the day, getting in my car and heading off to the next destination so that I could get there still at a reasonable time. Um, and then be there, you know, before a weekend so that I can enjoy the full weekend and not have to drive. Now, here's a fun question for you. Cause I know you're, it's not like you're in remote locations that you can't go to, you know, a store to buy what you need, but has there been for all of us who love surrounding ourselves with our favorite things, has there been anything in your storage unit that you wish you had with you? Or uh, are you thinking at this point, like, I don't even remember what's in my storage unit. Why do I even have those things? <laughs> So I actually recently went to my storage unit. I flew to Orlando for a weekend uh, to go to Halloween Horror Nights with a good friend of mine. Um, and so we stopped We stopped at my storage unit, but that was specifically to get one thing for that weekend. Um, but traveling wise, I don't think so. I have definitely brought more than I needed. Um, and so you didn't bring of, that much to begin with. Yeah, it's my trunk and that's it. Um, and not even your full trunk. Like- Cause you don't let it go. Like you want that cover to be able to go over. Yeah. It. I have the cover on it. So it's got yeah. to fit on the cover. Yeah. Um, Where, uh, whereas me, even on my vacation last week, everything was piled to the ceiling and we could barely <laughs> see like out the rearview mirror. It was hard to pack, but yeah, I definitely packed things that I didn't need 
Um, but I can't really think of anything that I, you know, didn't pack that I like missed other than like, there was maybe a time or two. I'm like, oh, I wish I had that shirt. Like that'd be cute to wear right now. <laughs> like something like stupid like that, but there hasn't been anything major. I miss all of my baking stuff, I guess right now, now that I'm kind of just like sitting at my, my mom's house for a little bit, hanging out in Scottsdale. I'm like, she still has a lot of it, but I'm like, I want to bake with my stuff. <laughs> Well, and what have you discovered about yourself? What what have you discovered about yourself that surprised you on this trip? Well, you spend a lot of time by yourself in your car. Um, and so there's a lot, a lot of time for that kind of uh, the self, um, self-realization, I guess. Um, and I think I, I think I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I just realized like, I kind of like doing things on my own, which is something I never thought I would have been able to say. I mean, if you asked me a year ago, like I could not go sit in a restaurant by myself, like even like a Chipotle or something where it's just like a quick little sit down, have a bunch. Like I had so much anxiety over just sitting somewhere by myself. And now I like talk to people that like I, I'm explaining this and I'm like, oh yeah, I go to movies by myself. I went zip lining by myself. I go to restaurants, bars, like anywhere. I will go anywhere by myself at this point. And I like, I love that. I love that I can do it. And I actually like took a while to get used to it, but now I can actually also enjoy it and not just like do it because I'm here. I should do it. Now it's like, I want to do it. Um, so I feel like that was something pretty big for me the moment I kind of realized that. Have you met anybody who was brand new to you because you were by yourself that, you know, was like somebody that you thought was an extraordinary or shared something fun, a fun story that stuck with you? The only thing I can really think of was the very first stop that I went to after your place, Laura. Um, I went to uh, Savannah, Georgia, and it was, it kind of is like the craziest story. Like now that I think back, because I never met anyone else doing this, but I parked my car and I was like, I'm going to go to this restaurant. It was raining. So I was like, I'm just going to go grab some breakfast. I got there at like 10 a.m., um, and so I walked in and the restaurant was packed. So I was like, oh, I'll just go sit at the bar. There was one spot. And so I do, I sit at the bar and this girl next to me, somehow we started talking and turns out she's also solo traveling. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So we didn't really like talk too much, but it just was really cool to like meet somebody else doing that. Um, and we didn't get to talk for long because she had a table waiting for her. But um, I thought that was really cool. Like the very first person that I like, met on the road trip was doing what I was doing. I think that was, I don't know, it's just cool. Again, I never met anyone else that was and doing it. And you don't think at all that that was like confirmation from the universe, like Katie, you're doing the right thing. I'm <laughs> yeah, going to sit somebody next to you that tells you you're you're on the right track. Yeah, I, I feel that like that's fun. kismet. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. And has your mom calmed down, your mom and dad, have they calmed down with their nervousness over your solo traveling? Yeah, they're, they're fine. It was funny. There was one night that my mom, she had texted me about something and I'm a very fast texter. Like I'll text you back usually within moments. And I had gone probably 12 minutes without responding to her. And I just got into a new city or something. And she texted me and she's like, are you okay? Katie, answer me. And like, was so nervous. And I was like, I don't know what I was doing. I was probably just moving my stuff into my new hotel room or whatever, but I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, yeah, they're, they're totally fine with it. I'm, you know, I send them a text every time I make it to a new city just so that they know. But um, 
Yeah, they're they, they don't want to. They don't have one of those Life three sixty five apps on their phone on your phone that they put on. Don't leave your phone around. Your mom will add that on there. I would delete that. I would say, Mom, I'm <laughs> old. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh my Sorry, gosh! Mom. Well, and there's a lot of people here that ask about you too because we care. We care that you're happy and that you're doing what you love, but that you're safe. So yeah, I feel like we all put you through the ringer with tell us what your plan is your plan b your plan c your backup plan where are you going so anyways yeah when do you feel like your journeys are going to be over do you know yet do you are you looking for like what was your ultimate goal of this was it to find where you want to live or was it to find just to have an adventure and you'll you'll go back to orlando yeah so when land? i when I first left Orlando, it was kind of a big question mark. I was like, I'm going to go do this. If I find somewhere, somewhere that I like fall in love with, then I'm like, I'm open to moving. Like I said, like, I just wasn't really feeling like Orlando was my place anymore. Like I loved it. I was there for about four and a half years. I moved there to work for Disney, which I obviously no longer did. Um, and I just felt like there was really nothing like tying me there. I loved it though. So I was like, maybe I'll come back, you know, who knows? And that's just kind of how I left. Like I... I went on and I was like, well, we'll just see. Um, and then as I kind of explored new places, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going back to Orlando. Um, and that wasn't, I hadn't even found a place I loved yet. It just was kind of like, there's just so much in this world. It was like your aha moment. Yeah. There was just like a, yeah, I don't think I'm going back. Um, and so I guess I'm kind of looking for my next place to live. Um, and yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much it for right now. I've got some top contenders, um, but I'm kind of open. I don't know. We'll just, we'll see. I don't. Are you willing to share any of your top contenders? I will share locations. Yeah. So um, the number one place that I'm looking at is Seattle, which I had never been to Seattle before this, but there was just something about it. And I was telling everyone this. I was like, I am so excited for Seattle. Can't tell you why. I just, I think I'm going to love it. Um, and then I went and I loved it as much as I thought I would. And, and then was I, it a solo trip or was, did you have a friend there? It was a solo trip. Yeah. Okay. So it was so fun. Again, there's just so much to do. There's city, there's water, there's mountains, there's, there's everything. And I, I just loved it. So that is a top contender. Um, I am also interested in Tennessee, a couple different places, but I haven't done as much, as much research into that. And I didn't stay there quite as long. So that's why I kind of, um, I like have a really good feeling about Seattle. So I don't know. There's nothing, nothing, you know, set yet. Um, but that is, that's the number one on the spot right now. So and that's the glory of working remote. Yeah. I mean, yes. being able to, do you know about when you're wanting to settle down and put your things back up out of your storage unit? So yeah, I'll give you a little inside information here, Laura. Okay, so, I won't tell anybody. I won't share it with anybody. No, it's okay. The people that need to know, know. Um, <laughs> so originally I was looking for a place and I was like, I think I'll just find a place in January. It felt very like it's the beginning of the year. It's a new place. Like it's just, I just felt it was the perfect timing. Um, and so that was the original plan. And then I started to think about it and I was like, I don't know if I'm done yet. I mean, I know it's only October, but I was like, I I like, I don't know if I'm going to be ready for that. Um, and so I ended up actually, if you remember the company that I was telling you about that my friend traveled with, 
Um, I actually just booked a one month trip. So I will be living and working in Peru for the month of January. That is so awesome. Yes, I'm very excited. So I will be there um, and I'll come back to Arizona on February 7th. And then from there, I I don't have any plans yet. I don't know if I'll go straight to, you know, picking my place and moving in or if I'll do some more traveling. I really don't know right now. Everything's up in the air. I go back and forth. I'm like, I can't wait to like have a place of my own and move in and just like have that again. But I also keep telling myself, I'm like, but the moment I do that, like I can't, I won't have the resources and the, the ability to do what I'm doing right now anymore. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of this, like I'm playing tug of war with myself, like every other day. So we'll see what happens come January and February, but right now it is all up in the air. Oh, that's exciting. Have you researched yet what the weather is like in Peru during um, your time that you'll be there? Yes, it is going to be a lovely like 80 degrees. So Oh, that's not bad. Okay, that's yeah, good. Like that's the like perfect, perfect weather. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So yeah. Katie, what's what's next for you? you? Just same old, same old until you hit Peru and do you feel like that's going to be like the grand finale? Possibly. I don't know. I think if I love it, I might look into another trip with them um uh, as long as, you know, my my people approve that. <laughs> Um, so we'll see. Um, definitely interested in just like continuing to travel when and where I can. Um, I've got a couple more stops on the road trip that I want to make. And then depending on where I move to, that might spark like another road trip when I go back to Florida and get my stuff and then move wherever that might be like a little second road trip to get to the next, uh, the next living destination, but, um, we'll see, but that's kind of, I guess what's next for me is more travel, but I don't really know where. <laughs> Do you have any, any tips for the, for anybody listening that they're like, this is what I've always wanted to do. What hard lessons have you learned the hard way that you wish you knew in advance? Do you have just a few tips and tricks for things to keep in mind when someone's planning something like this? Um, let's see. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, I would say, I don't know if I have any like planning trips or planning tips. Um, or logistic would, even like where, like, when did you start forwarding your mail? Like something even so little as that to make sure that you had what you needed for the important thing. Like the, were there little things that, that you had to plan that you hadn't anticipated or that you thought were really important? Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm a very big list person. And I started like listing out things like way ahead of time of like things I need to do. Yeah. Like forwarding my mail, um, which I just sent it to my mom's house. Um, I just felt that that made it easier. Um, trying to think of like anything else I had to do. Um, uh, I had to plan out like the stops. I could, that was one thing planning the stops for my car for like oil changes and stuff. Oh, um, I didn't even think about kind that. Of, had to like kind of plan that out. Cause I, kind of forgot about it until I was like oh that's due okay where can I do that um so that was one thing um I don't know be safe out there and have fun and just go for it and do the things that you want to do because you can because you my can <laughs> well that's fantastic advice well thank you Miss Katie we appreciate your time today oh thank you this is fun I'm so glad that I got to join
I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. We had so much fun chatting about her adventures. Four things that Katie provided as ways to prepare for a solo adventure or even just any adventure that's going to be cross country is to check the weather in advance, bring less stuff than you think you need, prepare for work, and have all the things out and accessible that you could possibly need. Cords, plugs, adapters, and last but not least, especially if you're working remotely, prepare for loss of internet because there may be some zones that don't have Wi-Fi, that don't have internet for your, if you have one of those MiFi's. So those are four things to prepare for. And something for you to think about. During the interview, Katie mentioned that this all came about for her because she had a friend who told her, because I can. And it made her think about what could she do just because she could. And for myself, I ponder that all the time. Well, if I can do anything that I want to do, what is it just because I can? That's something for you to think about. If you could do any of the things that you think about, what would you do? What steps would you take? And what does it look like to you? And there you have it, Thrive Tribe. We hope this episode sparked inspiration so you can shift from surviving to thriving by doing more of what you love. Remember, the journey to manifesting your best life starts with embracing what you love and letting those happy vibes lead the way. If you're ready to continue this uplifting journey, hit that subscribe button and join us for more episodes filled with inspiration, real stories, and practical tips to fuel your path to happiness and success. Don't forget to connect with us on social media to share your own stories of thriving and manifesting. Tag us using hashtag happy thrive vibes. We can't wait to hear from you. As always, thank you for being part of our thriving community. Until next time, keep radiating those positive vibes and manifesting the life you love. Keep thriving.